let's see if now we should have audio now. Do we have audio now? Hey to Ann Hall, Ruth Marie Smith. Um, can I get a sound check now from you guys on Facebook to see if we have some audio now? It is acting like we have sound now. So let's see if somebody shouts out to let me know if the sound is working or not. I know you guys are. Hey, the, at the Bearded Dragon on Instagram and April Flow. Um, let's see if anybody on Facebook can give me a sound check. Let me see if I can see on Facebook if anything is happening there. It's always such a pain to, uh, so now people are saying that they have audio. Okay, that's great. I just want to make sure that the audio works before we get started on the content because there's no sense in having a mini class if the sound ain't working. Hey to Janet Asbury, good to see you tonight. So tonight's topic is going to be to do the mini class on automatic writing. And I'm going to edit this. I'll edit out the part where the sound is not working. Get rid of that microphone because it's not working. And um, I'll edit that part out. And we will put this on the website for, um, I would say, 20 bucks. You can pick this class up for future reference on the website for $20. But for now, it's going to be free. So, this is your summer present to everybody. So, um, let's go through the history of automatic writing first because it is very interesting. And I'm not going to bore you with a lot of details on that. But the history of automatic writing goes way back to the Song Dynasty in China. Okay. Uh, it was originally called Fuji Planchette Writing. It's got a real long history in China and Japan. Um, some of the Japanese Zen Obaku monks were said to communicate with ancient Taoist sage credited with creation of the Kung Fu system. And um, they communicated through what they called spirit writing. So the history of this goes back a long, long way. Uh, has a long tradition in China since um, many thousand years ago. And the messages were received through spirit writing, led to the foundation of several Chinese sal salvationist religions, the spread of Chinese culture techniques such as uh, printing and painting, influenced um, the introduction of the spirit writing practiced by Japanese Zen Obaku monks, again, who were said to communicate with this ancient Taoist sage uh, that created the Kung Fu system. So the Kung Fu system, they're saying it was a channeled writing, which I thought was very interesting. So before the actual physical um, description of the Kung Fu system occurred, they had the spirit writing of the actual system that occurred. Hey to Missy Bennett Adams and Vivian Joyce Gabbard. Good to see you tonight. Okay, so then we uh, see when we saw this in the West, 
it was in the 16th century. And the earliest thing that we find in the West is the Enochian language, allegedly, that was dictated to John Dee and Edward Kelly by the Enochian angels. And it led to this big practice of Enochian magic. And the language is said to be extremely detailed and complex with its own grammar and its own rules, which I found very interesting. So, you know, they went to a lot of detail in this channeled writing. And John Dee also claimed that the Enochian instruction included information on the elixir of life that supposedly was contained in the ruins of Glastonbury Abbey. So I found that that was really interesting. Um, now, more recent time, parapsychologist William Fletcher Barrett wrote that the automatic messages may take place either by the writer passively holding a pencil on a sheet of paper or by the planchette or a Ouija board. So, in effect, channeled writing is sort of like using a Ouija board. So, it has to be done very carefully because you are communicating with um, energies in the quantum field. So, what um, William Fletcher was saying, Fletcher Barrett was saying, is that automatic writing can happen in a trance or a waking state. Some psychical researchers, such as Thomas J. Hudson, have claimed no spirits are involved in automatic writing and the subconscious mind is the explanation. Subconscious communication with energies in the quantum subconscious field. Now, here's my problem with his theory, is that entities and spirits exist within the subconscious quantum field. So, he's saying that the communication is just with your own subconscious, but it isn't, because the subconscious quantum field involves everything around you in the universe. So, he was wrong on that. Now, my style of automatic writing is not traditional, okay? Uh, traditionally, it is an unconscious channel. Tonight, we're going to go over semi-conscious control of the information received. I feel like that this is the safest method of using automatic writing because you're always maintaining control over your body and mind. Okay, which is what, what you want. The channel can be transmitted through you without you relinquishing your control. I've always felt very uneasy about channelers that give complete control over to an entity or a spirit. To me, that is not safe. So what we're going to focus on tonight, the focus will be is different because a lot of other places that you learn automatic writing, they're using this location for the input. But what I do is I use a heart-centered focus, and I'll tell you why. The focus will be heart to hand, heart, heart to hand channel, not head to hand channel. Um, and the reason is the heart area generates an electrical component that is 60 times greater than the brain. 
and an electromagnetic field that is 5,000 times more than the brain. So the heart chakra produces more electrical force than the brain. And to me, that connects further out in the quantum field than the brain can extend. So it's easier to feel the subconscious information within the heart than the brain. And what you're going to use is the clairsentience ability of empathy to get the messages through feeling. Hey to Jan Downey. So if somebody on uh, Facebook, maybe Missy or Melissa can let me know if the audio is working now. Um, that would be absolutely fabulous because I'm not convinced that I'm seeing all of the chat. Um, yeah, it's really acting up. Man, I wish this stuff would work for uh, change, you know what I mean? Like if technology would just cooperate, that would be so lovely, wouldn't it? I can't imagine how people must feel when, um, you know, they're making a movie or something and all this stuff starts to happen. How in the world do they manage? <gasps> and I just lost the chat. I wasn't convinced, though, that I'm seeing all of it. So, I don't know. So, Melissa says it's working. So, Melissa says it's working and Helen says it is Audio is very low on Facebook and YouTube. There it is. Ah! Okay. Let's see if I can turn it up again. Um, okay. My phone. Okay. Let's see if I can turn it up again. Hmm. trying folks I really am all right let's try this okay Melissa Helen Ina let me know if this is any better at all and I'm turning up several things I'm turning up several things to try to get some audio let's see if that works man I really don't want to have to re-record this again for you guys because I know you need the information right now, and you want the information right now. Okay, so now now it's better. All right, well, we'll go with that. Thank you, Angela, my beautiful neighbor, Angela Shields. Good to see you tonight. Okay, Whew. thank goodness. Well, at least the audio was down on the boring part, which is the history. Okay, and my other beautiful neighbor, Miss Amber Benteen, good to see you. Okay, so the way that I do the automatic writing is different. It's not using the brain energy, but the heart energy because the heart generates 5,000 times more energy than the brain. And that's why when you're trying to do, induce a time slip, um, you're going to use the heart energy instead of the brain energy 
and I have an old video about in, uh, artificially inducing a time slip. Good to see you too, Angela. <laughs> so um, that's why we're using a heart-centered approach. Now I want to let you take a good look at, I'm going to talk about this. Um, this is the flow of the energy that goes from the heart chakra. It goes out and then it's channeled into the solar plexus. And then it goes down a little bit further into the sacral chakra and that's transferred into the writing portion. So before you get started on your automatic writing, I want you to look at the list that I have to the right of the screen. You're going to need all of these things. You're going to need a comfortable table, a comfortable chair. You know, don't get a table that's extremely high that's going to put your back in a bind when you try to start writing. Uh, get a, a comfortable height table, small one, subdued lighting, and it can be a lamp or it can be, you know, a candle. If you'd rather use a candle, you do want to use binaural beats. And I will have links on the, um, the actual course, but you want to get binaural beats for Theta Wave. And so what you want to do is to go to YouTube and just type in the search bar binaural beats for Theta Wave. There will be hundreds of videos that come up and all you have to do is remember to use your earbuds or your headphones when you use this technique it is a brain entrainment technique and it does involve two ears so if you don't use your earbuds or your headphones it won't work so you absolutely have to use those you do need a pad of paper a pen and please 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 get a comfortable chair okay you definitely need a comfortable chair so I want you to kind of look at the diagram on the left as I talk about how you're going to project the energy. Okay. So today we are linking the solar plexus with the heart chakra to allow the hands to interpret the information channel. In a sense, the heart and the solar plexus create kind of a circular exchange that is transferred through the, the sacral chakra and in the muscle um, movement through to the hands that produces the writing. So when you sit down to do this, you're going to project your heart energy outward into the con uh, subconscious field and gather the information out here in the subconscious field. And then the solar plexus pulls the information back inward and as it comes inward it floats down to the sacral chakra which awakens the power of creation okay and creation equals action interpretation and writing okay i hope that makes some sense to you guys so it's a circular input of information going from the heart outward, gathering information, pulling it in to the solar plexus, down to the sacral chakra, and then out to the hands to do the writing. Now, so step one 
And this is after you've gotten all your stuff together, you know, your table, your subdued lighting, your binaural beats, your comfortable chair, your pad of paper and your pen. You're going to do a prayer of protection. Now, it does not matter what religious path you follow, okay? The prayer for this needs to be of your own derivation, and it needs to be done prior to any kind of communication or work with the Clairsentient Center. Anytime you open up a psychic center of input through your body, be it the head or the heart, or the uh, solar plexus or any other chakra, you need to do a prayer of protection before you open that center. Now, I particularly like to use Psalm 91 before I open any kind of psychic center. And it's kind of a long one, but it has always, always served me well. And you can do a shorter one, but sometimes when you do a shorter one, it seems like negative stuff can come through easier unless you're very, very thorough. Hey to Tori Rigsby. Good to see you tonight. So um, the sample prayer protection, Psalm 91, it has like 16 verses. Now for me as a professional, I need that. <laughs> and I am going to invest the time in doing that. I suggest that if you're opening yourself to communication, this is sort of like using a, a Ouija board. So I say make it a very long, thorough prayer protection, but you certainly need to um, connect with whatever force that you follow in the universe. Now, here's the only caveat is that you need to be sure to add to this prayer that no energy of a negative or hostile nature be allowed to communicate with you using this channel. Okay, that is imperative. So whatever protective prayer that you're using, just be sure that you add that to the end of the prayer. Thank you, Joan. Good to see you tonight over here on YouTube. Step two, you're going to want to set a timer because this is a semi-conscious um, type of channel. And so you're not necessarily going to be aware of the time. And anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes is really optimal. And so, and I always do set a timer so that I know when I need to end the channel. Um, so minimum of 30 minutes, perfect sweet spot is right around um, 45 minutes. You are going to want to use some binaural beats. Now, remember, if you have a history of seizures, you can't use these. You have to get a consult with your physician prior to using these binaural beats. So if you're unable to use the binaural beats because of a specific brain problem or seizure disorder, you can play some solfeggio frequencies in the background. Those will absolutely help. Uh, and you can play meditative music. And you can also use Gregorian chants. So those can be played in the background as well. So your target amplitude 
for binaural beats needs to be theta wave, which is a deeper trance state of mind. But remember to use your earbuds or your headphones to allow for brain entrainment. Um, and in the course that's going to be listed online, the document will contain three links to um, theta wave entrainment videos that I personally use for mediumship and channeling. So these are ones that I use on a weekly basis. Step three is to settle into your comfy chair and get positioned for writing. The lighting should be subdued and you need uninterrupted quiet for at least 45 minutes if you can. Step four is to focus your heart energy either on the person or the message you need at the moment. You're going to push the heart energy outward into the quantum field, allow it to connect with the energies in the universe. And step five is you're going to activate the solar plexus and become, you're going to become aware of feelings that are returning from the heart chakra. So these are gut feelings of any kind that you may start to receive, but the energy goes out from the heart into the quantum field and it circles around and you pull it back in to the solar plexus to see how you feel about what's going on. Okay. Step six is to begin writing everything that is flooding into the body through the solar plexus. Every single thing. Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about where the words are going on the page. Like if you're in the lines or not, do not worry about that. Just start uh, writing everything that's coming through the solar plexus and the mind. Because the mind becomes involved at this point as an interpretive type of device. And so don't try to analyze it while you're writing it. Just free flow, write all the feelings or flashes of in imagery that are coming in. And if you're getting flashes of imagery, you may even want to sketch on the side of the paper what you're seeing. So Ina says, what kind of information can we expect to gain by doing automatic writing? So let me go to the last page. I was going to give that at the very end, but we'll go into it right now, Ina, because it is very pertinent. Some of the things that you can use this for is contact with the loved one who has crossed over. And I think that this is the most prevalently used technique to communicate with people who've passed on. Um, so contact with a loved one. If you have a complex question like, you know, why did my husband leave me? Or why do my relationships always end up the same? What is going on that, that I need uncovered that I need to know about? Um, this kind of automatic writing can reveal those things, you know, and it may be that your subconscious already knows and can give you the information. Ina, or it may be that a spirit guide in the quantum field can impress upon you the answer to that question while you're trying to do the automatic writing. So it can answer complicated questions that you have about your life or your relationships or your job. It can also find lost articles, things that you've lost over the years. However, the caveat to this is you can use automatic writing for this, 
but I feel like the best technique for lost items is remote viewing. But if you don't want to bother to learn remote viewing and you are interested in either answering complicated questions or contacting a lost loved one, this is a great technique for finding lost articles as well. Another thing is maybe you need insight as to what's the next step on my life? You know, where am I going? What am I going to be doing? Like what's coming up that I need to know about? Because remember, time is not what we think it is. Time is already a location in the quantum field. And so by using automatic writing, we can pick up on locations that are already in the quantum field for the future. Okay, so you can kind of gain insight as to where am I going? What am I doing? Like, what direction do I need to go in? Hope that answers your question, Ina. But there's an innumerable amount of things that you can use automatic writing for. So, um, so step three was settle into your comfy chair and do this writing for uninterrupted at least 45 minutes. Okay. Now, step five, step four was to focus your heart energy either on the person or the message you need at the moment. So let's say you want to focus on a lost loved one. And so you're going to send the energy out to them for this message. Okay. And then you're going to pull the energy back in through the solar plexus of feelings and images and words and just write them all down uncensored on your pad of paper. It, like I said, if it's an image that you need to sketch, sketch it out. Be sure and include the colors because sometimes the colors are significant. Um, activate, step five is activate the solar plexus. Become aware of feelings that are returning from the heart chakra and those need to be uncensored. Step six, begin writing everything that is flooding into the body. Feelings will be the first thing you notice and then words, images will be shown to you. Mental images, um, sometimes those are easier to draw than to talk about. The most important thing to remember is not to censor any of the information. Okay, so begin with scripted questions. Now, for somebody who has a hard time with free flow of information, you can begin with scripted questions. And this is uh, historically what a lot of people used. But I really don't like scripted questions because it's sort of a conscious mind censoring that's going on there. And it may restrict that free flow channel that really gets a lot of good information coming into you. Okay, so <laughs> Melissa says not audible, and the next one says all okay. I hope it's okay for you guys. If it isn't, I'm going to go back and, and look at the video and listen to it. And if it's too bad, I will re-record this and put it up on the website. So if you're going to do scripted questions, just remember that you don't want to go over 10 scripted questions because then you're getting into too much time and you'll go over your 45 minutes. But scripted questions kind of 
um, keeps the conscious mind engaged and that really hampers the free flow information that's coming in through this intuitive channel. Now, when your timer goes off, you need to close the session. You need to thank your spirits and your angels for coming in and protecting you. And you need to repeat the prayer of protection with that caveat at the end of it that nothing is allowed of a negative source to communicate with you. Okay. Step seven is analysis of the information. Now this, this is a key to this because some of the information or the writing, um, you evaluate for a general theme of it. And there may be up to three themes within one communication. So, you know, it's not unusual to have more than one theme in a single communique. So try to figure out what is the general consensus or what is the general theme of the communication. Now, if you are looking at your information and some of the things that they've shown you or that the words that you get don't make sense or they're confusing, what you want to do is look up the symbolic interpretation of the word or item in question because the symbolic meaning of what they've shown you may fit into the to the theme better of the communique than the actual thing. For example, let's say they show you a tree, but tree doesn't fit with the general theme of the communique. But if you look up symbolically, what tree means is, you know, like family tree, family roots, maybe the family dynamic fits into the general theme of the writing better. Hope that makes sense. So if something doesn't seem to fit, always look up the symbolic meaning to see if the sim symbolic meaning fits better than the actual item that you've written down. Now, if you get negative information or negative influence coming through your writing, you need to discontinue the practice. This may not be the technique for you. Also look up, uh, look at changing your prayer protection. Maybe you need one that's more thorough, that covers more of uh, protecting at different angles. And also, a lot of people don't think about this, but look at ideological factors within the room that you're using. Like, let's say, for example, you're, you're opening a, a channel and in the room are occult items, you know, maybe Ouija boards or whatever occult items may be in the room that cause a negative channel to come through. So in that case, all you would have to do is remove those items from the vicinity and sequester them and maybe put them in sanctified salt or whatever, and then you can carry on your practice. But, um, you know, the most frequently occurring thing is that the protection prayer isn't complete enough to protect the person while they're using the channel. Also, if you get anything negative, um, you need to do a body energy cleansing and a realignment of the energy. So you can do that yourself. I have a, 
I have a video on self-cleansing that you can watch. It's um, back on the playlist, Monday Night Live, so you can watch that one. But also, um, you can go to a Reiki healer, maybe, and get a cleansing and a realignment that way. Hey to Pamela Thomas. Man, sorry for the audio trouble tonight. I am going to look at getting a, a person over here to help me with this. And um, I'm hoping <laughs> that maybe we can get this stuff straightened out because I think the audio has been the worst headache that we have had trying to do the shows. And so if the, like I said, if the audio is too bad on this video, I'll go back and re-record it. Anyway, I hope you guys have a, a fabulous week and I hope that you heard the information and you got it okay. And um, I will see you next week. Until then, kisses from Kentucky and I will see you guys later.